Good morning, beloved. How did we end up with a bunch of denominations? And then inside the denominations, how do we end up with a bunch of churches, even inside like single communities? Well, one of the ways is that things came up. Needs arose. And the congregation didn't know, didn't have the revelation on what to do, didn't know how to address it or the form of address um, struggled, right? And you've got people like Wesley and Luther and Campbell who um, cried out for reform or who developed um, theology out of a need. If you listen to Alexander Campbell, who I believe is the founder of the Disciples of Christ, or Martin Luther, who inspired the Protestant Reformation, or John Wesley, who developed um, early Methodism, like the founder of Methodism, along with the people that he served and um, worshipped with. They all had these deep needs, and they sought God to supply those needs. And the way that he supplied them filled them with what they then shared, right? And the resonance was so strong that there was a movement or a denomination or, I mean, Protestantism basically is whatever's not Catholicism. Do you know what I mean? Amen. So, um in terms of modern-day Christianity. So I was thinking about this just now and how those of us who share the heart um, of the message of identity, of being the beloved, and of beholding the beloved as he is, and the message of whosoever. So So first comes the need, right? I need to know that I'm beloved God, right? I need to know that you love me too or that you love me and that you love me eternally and that you love me like you love Jesus. These are things that we learn in the Bible. And if you especially, like if that's where you land, if that's what you need sort of above all things, then that becomes your essential messaging, right? That becomes what you draw from everywhere you read and listen and amen and everything you see. You're, I would say like you're overcoming that need. You're receiving the supply of God's love and you are coming into your identity as the beloved. So you have a need to know you're loved, then you come into your identity as the beloved 
having really gotten a revelation and an experience and teaching on Christ Jesus, the beloved, or Christ Jesus, you know, Savior, Redeemer, Reclaimer, um, Holy One of Israel, um, Counselor, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, all of those things. But that one sort of dish or flavor or spice or, right, that one nutrient you're aching for is about the beloved. And then you are filled up to overflowing. You're soaked to soaking through, right? Like a sponge, right? Um, you're a fount that's full. And now you're sharing and you are sharing what you got. And so there's a sense. So it starts out with maybe just you. God, tell me too, me too. But now as it goes out to others, praise you, Jesus, that message is a whosoever message. If you talk to one person, you're telling them, yes, you too. Out of 7 billion people, you But if you're talking to 20 or 50 or 100, you're saying, yes, you, whoever you are, right? I may not know your name. I may not know where you are, but you are beloved of God. You are desired in the kingdom of God. You have been forgiven of your sins. You are being invited to say yes to Jesus. Very powerful for me because I do believe the Lord has called me to this ministry of the beloved And two, along with that, um, a work of the heart. People are called to different areas, and I believe he's very much called me to the heart, um, to emotions, to feelings, and also to the innermost, right? To that holy of holies of the temple, amen? To our relationship with God, Christ Jesus, and Holy Spirit, and one another. And so even as a child, right, Mr. Rogers, um, you know, I actually don't agree with all of his theology. I don't remember some of the things that he said. There were a couple times I went, huh, I don't know if that's, you know, Genesis to Revelation. I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, oh, gosh, I wish I could because it's not, I certainly wouldn't, I'm not saying anything, you know, negative about him in part. Um, I'm seeking to say, oh my gosh, the message of God's love that I got from that man without even knowing. I didn't really know, you know, I'm a kid, but I was so soothed and I was so blessed by his presence on television. And he had trained to be a minister. Uh, Such a blessing. Well, Other people desperately needed the message of grace. Other people desperately needed the message of justification. Not that any of these are different, but like let's say you have vitamin K, vitamin D, vitamin B, right? This particular sort of point, you know, um, this particular verse in scripture, this particular book, Um, or um, history, you know, story. Praise you, Jesus. Well, 
today we are encountering people coming to the banquet table with different dishes, with different needs having been filled, with different miracles of God's rescue and forgiveness, his mercy and grace. And so we are in different sort of stages of that, right? Of that journey. But all of us are coming to it. All of us are coming into our identity, into a maturity in our knowledge of the love of God and the identity of Christ Jesus and our lives hidden in him and abiding in him and bearing big fruit to the Father's glory and all of those things. Amen? But as we are connected, not just in our individual churches, church buildings, as we're coming into contact with one another at work, at school, at the bank, at the grocery, the dry cleaners, online, it's surprising. I don't know about you, right? I've got about, what, 2,000, 2,500 people as Facebook friends, and obviously, you know, I don't know all those people, right? Sometimes I'll hear something or read something, and it's, huh, right? Sometimes I'm learning, sometimes I'm, I, I don't know that that's the case, you know, that somebody's writing. Um, some people have completely left social media. They said, I can't, I'm leaving, it's too negative, I don't like what you are, what you all are saying. I'm out of here. My sense, though, is as we all pray and allow the Lord to teach us how he wants us to receive and respond, right? what he wants us to digest and not, like where the fish are and where the bones are, so to speak. It's such an opportunity to be blessed by the greater body of Christ. And if you imagine a table of all kinds of foods from all kinds of places, a lot of things, even if they're completely good for you, may not be to your taste doesn't mean they'll always not be to your taste doesn't mean that they shouldn't be on the table but it means that's yeah I don't you know I don't really eat sauerkraut I used to say that and it was the smell I just yeah that's not mm, or cab yeah cabbage yeah mm, mm -mm, no thank you and then I ate it I just knew I wouldn't like it and then I ate it and I thought oh my gosh that's delicious gosh why does it smell like that and then later on, I didn't even experience the smell in the same way. Well, we have to discern, amen. Uh, we guard our heart above all things. The Bible says that out of our hearts come the issues of life, right? Are the issues of life. Flow the issues of life. And in that, what circumspection, right? In that wisdom, in that cleaving to the Lord Jesus, we also love, we also connect, we also learn. So in an hour in which 
there's just a lot more getting to know each other going on. I want to invite us to assume the best. If you happen to hear, read something that you think is off balance, out of whack, pray for somebody. Approach them, talk to them, but don't assume that they have ill will. Don't assume that they're a heretic. Don't assume um, that just because you haven't had Cajun or curry, that those should not be a part of the meal, right? They just come from different um, ingredients or spices rather, right? It's the gospel that saves. That's got the power to save. It's the good news. It's Jesus the Christ, the son of the living God, that we have all, all of us who have said yes to him, been so graced to receive. And it is an act of our maturity to grow in love. Yes, of him as we have received love from him. And then to each other. So as you, you know, um, as you pour out of your firkin, of your vessel, as the hope and mercy vessel that God has made you is flavored, um, you know, not peach or orange um, or pineapple, but grace or um, obedience or um, steadfastness or humility, um, or identity, or dominion, kingdom, whatever, right? Whatever it is that God has given you as a message, whatever He it is that he calls you when he says your name, however he has chosen for you to shine and to bring him glory, whatever cross you carry to allow less of you and more of Jesus, amen, so that you could be like the candle holder, that people can actually see the the flame, the love of Christ Jesus in you. Um, the person, the one who gave us all, that we might have life eternal. As you go with the Lord, we really want to both, we want to have courage for the journey and we want to have compassion for ourselves, and for each other. We know that the disciples had a rough time getting along sometimes, right? We know that Paul had a hard time getting along with some people sometimes. Um, He even had a challenge with Peter, right? Um, We are all of us who believe in the Lord Jesus God's children, and we are all promised a manifestation as we go in the way that God's leading, a manifestation of that identity in Christ Jesus that blesses and heals and saves and delivers others. Amen. Um, We all have eternal life in us. We all have the kingdom of God, that righteousness and that peace and that joy inside of us. And we're all called to a rest that allows us to be animated or reanimated or refreshed or invigorated and sent 
in the spirit and not in the flesh. Praise you, Lord. So just be encouraged today that as different folk are just plain different, you know, um, you have a big family. And even as we connect with one another, there's healing going on. You know, let's say... Man, I'm thinking of something right now. Let's say that uh, I've always been challenged um, by something. Gosh, I would never do that. or I'd never go there, right? And then somebody comes along and they're a believer and I don't know them and I get to know them and they're wonderful. And they, wow, they go there and do that all the time. And I just think, well, hmm. And we converse and we get into the word and we, right, we pray and And I, oh, wow, okay, I'm coming into more and more understanding. This is the activity of the Lord being Lord, right? Of God being sovereign, of the Holy Spirit being the leader. And the rest of us coming into alignment and calling God righteous. And um, even humbling ourselves and yielding that we might be able to hear what the Lord is saying directly to us and in his word and through one another. Be blessed today. Be encouraged today. Go in peace today. And, uh, yeah. And maybe even ask, if you don't already know, I think of a question that was asked when I first went to a church in uh, Colorado. Gosh, going back 14 years. I sat there in May, month of May, and the pastor said, what message does God want to speak through your life? Now, this was a room of hundreds of people, at least, gosh, I don't know, 500 800. So that's 800 people, 800 souls, 800 believers, 800 messages that all resonate communicating the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? And so maybe ask the Lord, what, what is that message? How has he met you? How have you been filled where you were empty? How have you been mended when you were broken? How have you been clothed when you were naked? How have you been met when you were lonely? Right? How have you been cleansed where you were mm, in need of cleansing? Amen? How have you been saved? It is very likely in the way that God so graced you. You are meant to grace. You're meant to be gracious. You're meant to share the beauty of the Lord coming through you. Um, As you serve 
um, the body and the world. And so because I believe that, you know, the heart and the identity as the beloved is my messaging, is my, my call, amen, certainly in this season of my life um, in the Lord, I want to tell you that you're loved, whoever you are. I want to tell you that you are um, thought of, considered, remembered, and that if you don't know Jesus, he wants to know you. And he wants to reveal himself to you. And if you do know Jesus, but you've been challenged and maybe even felt like, man, what's, what's my ministry or how do I, how can I help or serve or, you know, um, or maybe even if you do it all the time, but like, but what am I meant to do? You know, take a look at that and pray to the Lord. Like what? Talk to me, Lord. What's the language that you might use and how how I've met you? And then as you're in the world, ask him, Lord Jesus, how do you want me to meet the world like you met me? Yeah. We literally make his praise glorious. Amen. Okay, beloved, whoever you are, beloved, thank you so much for listening. And um, I pray you have an awesome day.